This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. What would it take for you guys to trade Aaron Rodgers if you were a GM? TJ, Najee Harris, and Ben, I guess. I don't know. I guess you're gonna say I guess I guess I'll take. Him. I mean, it's. I, mean, it's, I don't it's, want. It's I don't really the, want him, but I guess I'll take. It's him. prop. No, I'm just saying, like, if I'm the GM of the Packers, trying to get something in return for Aaron Rodgers, I would take the best defensive player, a young offensive player, and a quarterback because I need a quarterback. So you wouldn't go draft picks. Because I feel like I just went players in my head. I, I mean, gotta I, I feel could, like. At least two first round picks are going to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. At least. How I mean, many? At least two? At least two. I would say at least three. Maybe three. It I, I mean, three. depending you, on how many years he has left. You're talking you about know? like a draft day trade for Bo Callahan, Kevin Costner pulling that trigger. You three, love bringing up that movie. Never I love seen that draft movie. day. Oh, it's great. I watched it last night. Oh. But he goes and pulls the trigger for three first round picks for the number one pick that year. And, you know, that's a guy who's unknown in a fictional movie. Aaron Rodgers, you know you're getting at least one or two years of MVP caliber mm-hmm. performance as long as he can stay healthy. So the tricky thing is, though, if Aaron Rodgers was like 30 years old or 29 years old and this was happening, I would even think about throwing four first-round picks at the Green Bay. Yeah, if he was like in his him. prime prime. If but not three and like you're like a TJ. Yeah. Three and then maybe two seconds. Like something crazy, something crazy like package. that. package. His value does go down slightly because he's 38 years old. Except he just won the NFL MVP. <laughs> That's what last I mean, year. though. It's weird, though, because you have that window still where he's still in his prime. You just have to really weigh the risk as to how long is that going to last. Is this going to be another Brady where we're going to be here five years from now and yeah. he's still going to be at the height of his powers? Or is this going to be kind of like Rivers, kind of like Manning, kind of like Roethlisberger, where you don't know what's gonna, when it's going to happen? But they just eventually do hit that wall in a season, and you don't fall off a cliff completely. I mean, Philip Rivers made the playoffs last year, and so did Big Ben. But you notice with Rivers and Ben that they just weren't the same quarterbacks. Haven't seen that yet with Rodgers. So that's what's a little bit interesting. But you do have to weigh his age into it when you're one of these teams potentially shopping for him, right? Because you want to mortgage your future for him, but the future that you're bringing in with Rodgers might only be a year long. So yeah. that's just a risk and an unknown as far as this is concerned that you know, I, I think it's bringing his value down a little bit, and it's also probably giving some teams just a little pause, just a little pause. Like I said, if he was four or five years younger, I think Denver is already offering him a three first-round picks for him or something like that. Yeah, no, I mean, I hear I mean, it, it has to go into it. Like, his age has to. Because Deshaun Watson was – before all of the off-the-field incidents happened, three first-round picks seemed to be the bar for him. Right. And that made sense. He's in his mid-20s, just entering his prime, going to mm-hmm. have at least five to to eight years of solid football ahead of him as long as he can stay healthy or stay out of trouble off the field, but that didn't happen. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so that was the price for a guy like that, mm-hmm. a quarterback top five in his youth really reaching his prime just now. I don't know how that could be the same price tag for a quarterback who's still in his prime, but definitely on the back half of the golf course if you know what i mean yeah it's tough i mean how do you how do you equate that i mean you know you get a guy in his prime like like watson you're just going to use that example because it's the most recent one i mean i guess you know you're comparing watson and it's a little bit different to rogers although rogers is established and has done it and like he's the reigning nfl mvp um that doesn't happen very often but i mean i wonder if that is scaring teams away like because of the fact that he is 
um, you know, maybe on the back end of his career. I mean, heck, I think a year ago um, in 2020, when you look at uh, the the Packers and the way they viewed Aaron Rodgers, I think they thought that he was on the back end and he was starting to slow down. I mean, I don't know if they, you know, did this with this in mind, but they took they took Jordan Love. They traded up for Jordan Love, um, you know, the year after everybody was kind of saying, oh, maybe Aaron Rodgers doesn't necessarily have it anymore and and i think maybe the packers bought into that a little bit and said oh we might need an insurance policy here just in case um and then the next year aaron Rodgers goes out and wins the mvp with you know limited uh help that you know we we we, you know you've heard it so many times about the packers they just don't for whatever reason bring in help for aaron Rodgers. and right that um, was something that we considered with doing our malik drafts are the packers going to help aaron Rodgers or not and it turns out they didn't once again yeah i mean and i don't know um i i'm I'm assuming that's what teams are, are shying away from because he's one of the best quarterbacks ever I mean, but the problem, like you said, Tom, is how long are you going to have him? How long is he going to be here in Green Bay or in, in wherever he, he ends right. up? How long is he going to be playing? And and you don't really know. Um, you know, I know you made the comparison to Brady, I guess, but you never know if someone's going to play until they're almost 50 years old. You know what I mean? Like, it's not exactly the easiest thing um, to do. So I don't know. Um, but to be honest with you, I've heard a lot of people say that, that Aaron Rodgers is a baby and that he's, you know, whatever. But, dude, I mean, how would you feel? Like, if year after year after year after year you go into the draft and you're, and you're thinking, oh, man, we're going to get another wide receiver or I'm going to get someone to help me. And, you know, last year's the prime example. They trade up to take a quarterback in the first round. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing here? By the way, that quarterback is the only one not on named Aaron Rodgers on their roster right, right now. So right. they need help, not just as far as, you know, if they potentially move on from Rodgers having a backup. They just need to fill out the roster in general. They don't have a quarterback room heading towards rookie minicamp right. at this mm-hmm. point. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, it's like that scene in uh, in the Avengers where, where Thanos sees the little Gamora and she's like, did you do it, Dad? Yeah, what it cost? Everything. Like, I hope you like Jordan Love. I really do. It costs do. you everything. Because it might cost you everything when it comes to, you know, your franchise. I mean, you look at Aaron Rodgers. He's been the staple of that franchise for the last X amount of years. I mean, I hope you like Jordan Love because it's gonna. It and probably ends you, up costing you everything. May cost you the best quarterback to ever live. Yeah, maybe yeah. one of them for sure. So like, he's only got the one Super Bowl, obviously, but it seems as of lately he's perennially in the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Doesn't right. that kind of tell you that he has what it takes? It's just you need that extra guy <laughs> to get hump. you over yeah. that top, over that hump. Where maybe a draft pick, maybe it's a wide receiver that you take. Imagine if you took a, fir- a first round wide receiver last year instead of Jordan Love. He pans out late in the season last year. He's a big time contributor in the playoff game. Maybe he doesn't swing the result in the Tampa Bay NFC Championship game in your favor, but maybe he makes it a little bit more interesting. And yep. then building towards next year, you've got a guy to pair with Devontae Adams, and all of a sudden you've got legit number one, legit number two. I mean, when he won his Super Bowl, the man had Jordy Nelson. The man had <laughs> Donald Driver. I know yeah. Donald Driver was older, but he still had Donald Driver. He had Greg Jennings. I mean, he had legit wide receiving options on those teams when he won his Super Bowl. And now it's just, here's Devontae Adams and a bunch of scrubs try to make it work. And it's like, well, great, thanks for the all-pro, right. but I can only make Marquez Valdez-Scandling so good. So good. Robert like, Tony, and And when we get so to the good. Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs, they're going to take away Marquez Valdez-Scandling, whatever his name is. Like They're going to be able to scheme that guy away. We're playing the best team mm-hmm. other than us in the NFC at this point, the other semifinalists. Like, they're pretty good on the other side of the ball. We need playmakers yeah. more than just Aaron Jones, more than just Devontae Adams. So 
You know, I, I think there's one side of the corner where people will be like, oh, Rodgers, you're complaining so much. All you've ever been is to one Super Bowl and won it, and it's so long ago. It's over 10 years ago almost that you were at that Super Bowl, right. and now you can't get over the hump. And I'm actually on the other side. I'm like, the man gets there to All the finish the line almost every year. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have the pieces in place to beat that final boss, yeah. that last team to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, and it's got to be frustrating for Rodgers. I mean, like we keep talking about, all three of us seem to believe that um, we're all on the same page, that he's one of the best quarterbacks that we've ever seen. You know what I mean? And, again, like Until you said, Until Mahomes, Tom, he was the best quarterback skill-wise I've ever right. seen. Yeah, Brady right. was the best winner, but Rodgers' skills Yeah, Rodgers passed unmatched. Manning as far as skills. And then, Breeze, for and sure. And then Mahomes came in and just blew everybody away. Yeah, but. yeah. But, I mean, you look at it, like you said, like he gets to the NFC Championship game, it feels like, every other year. That tells you that, hey, this guy's still really good. Like, maybe we get him another wide receiver. Maybe, you know, I mean, you look, I have some of their drafts pulled like, up here. guys, you get criticized openly for the past five years that you don't do enough to help Aaron Rodgers, and you're still getting to the NFC Championship game. Right. Like, what does that tell you? Maybe you should build more around that guy. Like that I, guy is such a freak of nature. You just need to build a little bit more around him. Just a li- like we're not asking you to get the next AB here. Right. Just get somebody competent to pair with Adams. I mean, I'm looking at some of their drafts here and like like this year they went a little bit offensive. Like in the second round they took Josh Myers, the center out of Ohio State. Okay. In the third round, Amari Rogers, the receiver from Clemson. But in the first round, you go defense. Wasn't that the first receiver they've taken in the Rodgers era? Probably. It probably one of them. Something that I saw was it was an absurd amount of time that they hadn't picked a wide receiver in the draft since Rodgers has been. It's unbelievable. And then I pick a wide receiver every year if I had it. Right. Right. I mean, or at least you know every handful of years. Um, And then looking at twenty twenty, like I said, you trade up for Jordan Love in the first round. Traded up, up, sacrificed the future. Yeah, sacrificed picks that could have been wide receivers. Yeah, yikes! I mean, that's not what you want to do. You're not trading up for, you know, Trevor Lawrence or or Trey Lance or Zach Wilson. You're Jordan Love. It's not even the same scenarios when the Packers picked Aaron Rodgers when they had Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers fell fell. like a meteor in that draft into the Packers' lap, yeah. and the Packers didn't have to trade up to get him. They were just already picking at that slot, and we're like, right. well, Jordan I mean, Love would why have been would we there. not take Aaron Rodgers? Jordan Love would have been there for wherever the Packers were initially in that draft before they moved up. And then you look uh, past the, the Jordan Love thing, then you get A.J. Dillon, the running back, uh, in your second-round pick, okay, but he's not a superstar. And then their third-round pick that year was a guy by the name of Josiah DeGora, a tight end, and he had one catch for 12 yards last year. I mean, it's amazing. You go down the list here, even in 2019, three defensive players taken in the first round. And then you go to 2018, uh, Jay Monmore was the only receiver taken, and that was in the fourth round. And then I guess you took Marquez Valdez-Scantling in the fifth, but he's a fifth-round pick. You know what I mean? Like, that goes to the point that you were saying before. Yeah, you can have him. And you know, that was 2014, 2015 when they picked those receivers. That was in 2018. 2018. Okay. 18. So they it had hasn't been that long. Valdez Scantling. No, I think I think what you were saying was it was the first time they've taken a receiver in the first couple rounds. Three rounds. It has to be. I mean, at least in the last oh, I'm scrolling here and it's I mean, since 2015. And that at was time that was Ty Montgomery that they took in 2015. They turned into a running back. Right, exactly. So, I mean, remember when he was number 88 in the yeah. backfield because yeah. they just had no running game whatsoever right. and they just had to throw somebody back there? Wasn't he the guy who, like, fumbled the punt return against the Rams that one game? It was, like, a regular season game. Yes. It, was the, it was the year that the Rams went to the Super yes, Bowl. Yes, like, that was time on They were, like, 8-0 and, and the Packers were, like, 3-5 and five, and everyone knew Rodgers could go into L.A. and win that game, but they lost because Ty Montgomery fumbled the punt return and like in, like, the last three minutes of the fourth quarter. If I were the Packers, like, 
I'm sure I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is loving that draft pick, Ty Montgomery now. The trade up for Jordan Love Ugh. is what really probably makes Rodgers I mean that's so the mad. first domino. I mean I it's just, it's been coming for years and it's been like building for years, but that's the one thing that like, you look at. I don't understand like the thought process of this GM and now LaFleur as his new head coach like and McCarthy dating back to LaFleur like yeah. like they are so complacent that Rodgers is going to make average wide receivers good and he does that does not win in the playoffs. You Mm-mm. need a dog opposite of Devontae Adams. You got one. You got one all pro. Get someone that's gonna be the Adam Thielen to his Stephon Diggs. You know, back the old Minnesota connection that they had. Yeah. Like now it's Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Like get two dogs that this guy can throw the ball to because Devontae Adams ain't gonna be open twenty four seven. But if there's another guy out there, I don't think there's gonna be any time Rodgers can't find one of his right. playmakers open on the field. And you know. You gotta trade if you're gonna trade up, trade up to get a wide receiver. Like get into the top ten and get mm-hmm. one of these stud Jamar Chase type yeah. wide receivers over the past couple of years. But instead, they're just so convinced that no matter who they throw out there at the wide receiver position, Rodgers is gonna make them good, and he is. It's a lot like you know Sidney Crosby will make any line mate great yeah. that you put him up against. But when you put him with a Jake Gensel, I mean, it all makes of a sudden, it so, it's much, so better. much better. Right? It's the same thing with these Packers. Like, yeah, he's got Adams. And no one else, and he's going to make all the other players good because Adams is going to get a lot of coverage, and Rodgers is the best, one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. So he'll find the other guys. But if you had another dog on the opposite side of Adams that Rodgers doesn't have to elevate so dramatically, then it's just you're you're playing with fire at that mm-hmm. point. It's going to be ten times of a better offense, and Rodgers is going to be so much more happy. So I just don't see why the thought process isn't. Okay, we got a guy who makes average wide receivers good. What is he going to do with good to great wide receivers? <laughs> right, I don't see right. why that's the thought process. And instead, it's just complacency and being like, "Eh, he'll make Valdez Scanling better than anybody else could." So we're good. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that thought process either. And um, you know, it, it's just wild. I mean, the Packers have done this to themselves. You know, um, it's, oh, completely. I, I mean, it's no one else's fault. No, it is their fault. And I just don't, I don't get it either. I mean, you know. I understand the fact that, yeah, he's a great quarterback and he's going to make everybody better, and that's what great quarterbacks do. But at the same time, like, if if he's not, you know, given better guys over and over again, what do you expect to do? And I, I like the point that you made about having two wide receivers. I mean, look at all, just about every um, team in the NFL, NFL every successful guys. Yeah, every successful team, every, like, you know, playoff team even, I feel like, has two wide receivers. I mean, you look at the Browns. They have Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. You look at the the Chiefs, you know, um, Tyreek Hill. I mean, they're they're a little different. Tyreek Hill, uh, Travis Kelsey, they're running. They have you know two I mean? options. They have a bunch of guys, yeah. though. I mean, they're, the I guess, the outlier there. They don't just have two. They have, like, four. But they have the options. Right. And every NFL team, like, every playoff team, I feel like, has those options. I mean, even the Bills with Diggs and, and Beasley. You know what Beasley's I mean? Beasley's better like, than anybody that absolutely. Packers number two. Absolutely. That's the point, like— you know, that's the point we keep tri- trying to drive home is, like, if you just get another guy in there, and it doesn't even have to be an all-pro guy, a pro bowl, a, a, you know, a be- better than Valdez Scantling and, and, um, and a couple of the other guys that they have, um, I mean, you have to be better than that. I mean, you look at every other um, every other team, every other successful team this past year, everybody has two options, and the, the Packers have one. They do have Aaron Jones in the running game, but... yeah. 
I just don't think that that helps as much when there's only one real person that you have to worry about in the passing game. Right. And Aaron Jones is good out of the backfield, but he's not exactly a, a superstar receiving threat as far no. as a running back is concerned. And he's but, a good piece to have, no doubt. Yeah, and you know, it was... It, it's the thing, the thing with the Packers that's so confusing is like, they just go back and forth as far as smart move, dumb move, smart move, mm-hmm. dumb move, smart move, dumb move. It was very smart to extend Aaron Jones. Oh, no doubt. that contract. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, Rodgers is going to look at and say, great, get me... Probably the best running back I've had since maybe Amon Green was here. So, like, <laughs> I did he even play with Amon Green? I don't know. Or is that Brett Favre? That's I, probably I feel far. like Amon Green overlapped a little bit with him. But regardless, this is probably the best running back I've had here. And like we mentioned earlier on this episode, I, there was a point where they had Ty Montgomery playing running back right. for me. So, That's this is a legit bad. starting NFL top mm-hmm. 10 back in the league that I got. Great that you guys re signed him. Didn't let him go to free agency. Didn't even let him have to get the franchise tag. Right. He just mm-hmm. signed him to just a contract. Get him done. He's very happy. He's happy. I'm happy. Uh, Josh Myers, the pick of the center in the first, we just lost Ryan Lindsley this off season. So we need to replace the center. Good pick by the Packers. Mm-hmm. But then it's the defensive guy, the cornerback in the first round. That's just like, what the hell is going on here? So it's like they make decisions with Rogers in mind. And then it's almost like they just blow it completely up. Like, it's like, we got Aaron Jones. Oh, that's great. <laughs> We're going to take a cornerback in the first right. round. Uh, yep. I'm sorry, a cornerback or wait, did I miss you? You're going to take another quarterback in the first round. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be dumb enough to do that again. But like, it's just so inconsistent. It, it's a poorly run front office. I mean, I it think is. that that's incredible. Anytime you've got a quarterback of this caliber disgruntled, I think it's a poorly run front office. And I think, you know, and, and everybody wants to say that it's Rodgers' fault that he's only been to one Super Bowl, but you have an all-time great guy like that and you've only been to one. It goes to more than just the quarterback. It goes to more than just the players on the field. You know, I think there's something to that a little bit. Like, hey, maybe if we would have helped Aaron out a little bit more, maybe we would have went to another Super Bowl. Maybe we'd have another one under our belt. And I think that's fair. And at this point, you know, if you're Aaron Rodgers, um, I mean, this is like a this is like a, a dating profile, right? At this point, like he's just swiping right. Like I don't want to deal with this anymore. I need to get out of here. You know, this is a, a a bad a bad blind date, I suppose. You know, this is not an ideal situation for for Aaron Rodgers. It's not an ideal situation for any quarterback. You know, and and again, um, I made the point a couple episodes ago about how the NFL is changing and guys don't stay with teams very long. That's at an all time high. You know what I mean? And, and if you're the Packers, you have to know, like, hey, if we if we tick Aaron off here um, and we keep doing it repeatedly, he's not going to stay here long. You know, like, you have to be thinking that in the back of your head. The players control more than maybe ever, you know, like where they want to go, what they want to do. You know, they control that sort of thing now more than maybe ever. So, again, it's just wild that the Packers continue to do this stuff. It's just crazy. The Seahawks are thankful because that whole yeah. Russell Wilson thing has kind of blown yep. over. I haven't heard Russell Wilson's name in a long time. Nope, and I'm sure that they're still mismanaging things in Seattle, but yeah, not, not as bad, not as, bad not as, as, Green as poorly Bay, as Green Bay. Yeah, that's for sure. When you think about potential landing spots for Aaron Rodgers, popular one, San Francisco, Ooh. hometown team. I don't but they like just drafted what do you Trey, do Lance. With Trey Lance. They have Jimmy G. Yeah. They got two quarterbacks that they're going into the training camp with this year as competing for a starting job. Jimmy G probably be the starter, but yeah, he will Trey be. Lance has an opportunity mm-hmm. for sure. And they still have Josh Rosen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but they have quarterback, I think, set in San Fran. Not set as far as they've got their guy, but at least the plan yeah. is in place and they want to see that plan through. The other team that you see floated around a ton. It's my favorite one. The I Denver think. Broncos. Yep. Is this just going to be the thing now in Denver? Like, Where are they, they just, just going to quarterback Hall of Fame quarterbacks yeah. for their last three seasons and try to win a Super Bowl with them? And if it is, I mean, it's bold strategy, but like, 
it already paid off once, Cotton. Is so it going like, to do it again? Is it going to pay off again? I think you at least, if you're Elway in the front office of the Broncos, you've got to make an offer. point to Manning and say, look, the blueprint's here. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. One big weakness is me. I'm a Hall of Fame quarterback, a two-time Super Bowl champion. Been to three more Super Bowls other than that. You know, I just can't really seem to nail it in the draft as far as a quarterback's concerned. You know, I thought Drew Locke was the guy. Clearly not. Brock Osweiler, clearly <laughs> not the guy. Uh, Paxton Lynch, clearly not the guy. I just can't seem to get it in the draft. But one thing I can do is I can recognize when guys are damn good who have been in the league for a long time. And I went out and I got Peyton Manning when the Colts threw him on the trash heap. He had two incredible seasons with us and one average one to below average one. Just so happened he won the Super Bowl and the yeah. one average to below average one. But he took you to two Super Bowls yep. in his tenure there. And he set the all-time single season passing touchdown record in his first season with you as a Denver Bronco. Right. So great, great, great couple of years, few years with Peyton Manning in Denver. And if I'm sitting back in my chair in my office as John Elway right now, I am absolutely trying to catch lightning in that bottle one more time. No doubt about it. I want Rodgers for three more seasons at the very least. Come into Denver. Hey, Rodgers, guess what we have here? We got receivers, man. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of them. You like Jerry Judy? You want to throw to Jerry Judy? I know you want to throw to Jerry Judy, Aaron. I mean, it's a very attractive spot. They've got a solid running game, too. And their defense... It's not as good as it once was back when they did win those Super Bowls with Pey- when they went to the Super Bowls and won the one with Peyton, especially when they won the one. That defense was the backbone. Unbelievable. But you still got Von Miller, and he was hurt last year, but he's coming back this year. Mm-hmm. Got Bradley Chubb. Got again. Bradley Chubb. This will probably be the first time if they can stay healthy that Miller and Chubb will be a tag team together. Yeah. Just got Patrick Since Sertain. Got Patrick Sertain. So the defense is starting to fill itself yeah. out a little bit. If you have Aaron Rodgers. You're a prime. I don't know contender. if you're going to win the division because of that monster that lurks in that division. Oh, but but those two games between Denver and Kansas City are going to be the best two games on the schedule. How, yeah, all how about year. that? The fact that we get two games of Mahomes versus Rodgers. And if Mahomes goes 15 and two, I think Rodgers is going to go 13 and four. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I think it's going to be tight down the race there. They split, and I think that it would be. My choice for if it doesn't end up being the AFC Championship game, they're at the two. The they'd be the two best yeah. teams in the conference, at least in my mind. Yeah, and all of a sudden that that division isn't as easy anymore. You know what I mean? Like uh, the Justin Herbert can kiss a wild card spot goodbye. Basically, at that point, probably. May- but- maybe. I mean, maybe. Maybe not though. I mean, it's pretty damn good. It's great, though. I mean, that, that that idea. I think Derek Carr can kiss a playoff spot. Right. Goodbye for it was sure. just the fact that we were saying fringe playoff teams were L.A. and Miami. And then Denver just thrown in. Denver. Play them no, twice. D- because Denver would have been like a five-win team. No, that's what I'm saying. And then Denver gets thrown in all of a sudden. Denver, yeah, a sudden Denver's going to be the number two team You have to play now. them twice, yeah. too, if you're the Chargers. I, I just don't be, know. That could be four losses right there for the Chargers. Chiefs, Broncos. I just don't know how they make that work. The the Broncos. That's the thing. Like, I what, don't know what how would they give up. I mean, you got to give up block. I mean, you, I'm assuming have so. Have to give up block. Okay. I mean, have I to give couldn't up care less. Have to give up block, block, and I have to give up at least two first round picks. I'd say, and probably more. You probably have to give up a couple players too. How funny would it be if the Packers asked for Jerry Judy? Yeah, give us a wide receiver. <laughs> how funny would for, that be for if Jordan like, Love? If I was the Broncos, I'd be like, Are you kidding me right now? Like. Like now you value wide receiver for this guy. Like, yeah. We got a rookie, so we got to break him in. So we need the best receivers we can. I mean, that's a possibility. I mean, I think that's something that um, you would almost have to, you know, give up. I mean, Judy was a first round uh, player. I mean, that's almost that's almost giving up a first round pick. Although you know, it would, it would be basically it's yeah, only it's, a second year now in right, the league. That's what it is. So I mean, maybe it's just two first round picks, but you got to give up Jerry Judy. I mean, that's a possibility. Um, I mean, I don't know if the Broncos are going to do it, but that's the team I think that makes the most sense 
for everybody involved. I mean, for Rodgers, I mean, he would absolutely eat with all those wide receivers Here's there. my question. He'd have Noah Fan. He'd have yeah. K.J. Hamler. He'd have Cortland, Cortland Sutton. Sutton. He'd have Jerry back, Judy. Right. He'd have Deshaun Hamilton. I mean, he'd be deep at the receiver. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I know Deshaun Hamilton and K.J. Hamler might be like a Valdez Scanling type, but that's three and four, right? Not but the also, two guy. also they have two running backs now: Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Forgot about Melvin Gordon. Yeah, that was a big signing that they had last year. Also, and here's of my Javante question: Williams. Going back, looking back at Green Bay, what's left there? Do you think Aaron Rodgers is capable of making Cortland Sutton better or just as good as Devontae Adams? Is Devontae Adams just a product of Aaron Rodgers? Do you think, or is he really that good? I think I, I think Devontae Adams is that good. I, I, do too. I think he is an All Pro talented wide receiver. Do he get help from Aaron Rodgers? Of course he does. I mean, I think AB is a freak of nature, and I think he got help from Big Ben throughout his career. I mean, you can't, and now with Brady too. Yeah, you can't just be you know the one side of the equation and have a average someone's got to get you the ball i mean there's outliers i mean larry fitzgerald is one that comes to mind but then again his best seasons were with kurt warner mm-hmm. and right. with carson palmer yeah two of the best quarterbacks but that he's, he's played. still the best receiver across the board on his team every year even without those guys and even on the league some years yeah a- a- absolutely right. absolutely so i don't know i mean i think it's possible aaron Rodgers here's the could, thing though could unearth Cortland Cortland Sutton Sutton. is way better than valdez scanling oh, talent yeah, wise so you elevate him even more He's going to be incredible. And uh, the one I'd look at, Jerry Judy's the Devontae Adams, potentially even better than Devontae Adams if you get a guy like Rodgers throwing With Rodgers throwing six, the ball. seven years, yeah. yeah. If it was up to Rodgers. Six, seven years, he's 38 yelling. No, it's not going to be that Oh, one. my gosh. Let's hope not. It could be, though. Like, if Aaron Rodgers moves to the AFC as Tom Brady leaves the NFC and then Aaron Rodgers sticks around as long as Tom Brady has stuck around and you have no longer – Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady, but it's Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. The Steelers can kiss any hope Anything of a Super goodbye. Bowl goodbye. Any hope goodbye. But Broncos are the most attractive spot for him. And it just comes down to what are the Broncos going to be willing to yeah. move for him. And I don't even know off the top what draft I, capital they have. I don't even forward. know if the Packers are going to be willing to take anything either. I mean, they keep they, saying they keep saying they're not moving. Guten Kuntz or whatever his name is says that he's not going to. They're not moving. They're not trading them. They're not moving them. They're not moving them. That's fine. You can think that you're not going to trade them if you're Guten Kuntz in, in, in the in the Packers, but. How can you say that at this point when Rodgers, again, yesterday came out and said that he doesn't expect to be playing in Green Bay in 2021? And you heard the the Jake Kumro thing, right? That fringe tight end, or not tight end, wide receiver that's, he's not good. I mean, he's not a good player. But Rodgers said in a statement earlier this year, I think, that, you know, he likes him. He likes the talent, not the talent, but he likes the, the hard work that he's put into practice. And, you know, just an offshoot comment. A week later, they cut him. They yeah. released him. Really? And no one and no one was really – people were on Twitter saying, like, if you think that the Packers releasing Jake Kumro or whatever his is name any is, indication. is a big deal. Like, he's a fringe roster player anyway. And people are explaining, of course, uh, move on from guys like that all the time. But Everybody when your does. franchise quarterback is in the media giving a positive soundbite about him just one week earlier and then you release him, it kind of feels like you're having a power struggle right. with Aaron Rodgers. Great like example of like that. like you're pushing Rodgers there. Ben's, one of Ben's favorite guys for no reason in particular, Ryan Switzer. The only reason Ryan Switzer had a roster spot on the Steelers was because Ben was a fan of the guy. Until it was just until in, the Steelers said, Ben, I can't. Until anymore. it was inexplicable that the guy was still on the team. And then the, and then they and had the Steelers to were like, do you him. see Ray Ray McLeod? Right. Do you see how much better this guy is <laughs> than everything that Ryan yeah. Switzer does? Deontay Johnson, the first year that Deontay came in. He was a great punt returner. He was an all-pro at punt right. returning exactly. his first year exactly. coming in. I mean, there was... 
Yeah, it's exactly so you, a good you point. Can, you can keep a guy around to a point, but, I mean, yeah. So I don't mean, release him, like, a week after the no, statement. No, Just wait no, until no. the offseason or something like that. Or at least come to Raw. That's the thing, and we'll yeah. end on this. That's the thing that always grinds our gears the most, is how are these people not being brought into the fold a little bit more? I mean, I understand that front office and quarterback is not the same. Quarterback is not a part of the front office. They don't have the same decision-making ability or input. But, like, to not even just call him in and be like, we're planning on doing this, and him voice his opinion, and if it's wrong, or not wrong, opinions are never wrong, really, but if he voices an opinion that differs from yours, you just talk to him like an adult and a grown Mm -hmm. man and say, look, Rodgers, it's our money, it's our team, it's our roster, we love you, we're talking this openly with you because we respect you, we're going to pick this corner in the first round. Mm-hmm. It just seems to make sense. I mean, he might be mad, but he's going to feel respected at least. And yeah. that's the at least you talk to him. Is you don't want the guy to feel disrespected. Yep. And, that's and he the does. Problem. And he does. He feels incredibly disrespected. He's doing as much as Green Bay is doing the wrong things. Aaron Rodgers is, is making it no secret how much he wants to get out. The, the Jerry Krause. Uh, uh, I did comparison. hear that Rodgers is upset that some of this stuff is getting leaked, though. Oh, like, really? He, doesn't oh, want, wow. he didn't want the skirmishes right before yeah. the draft. You know how that happened, like, the oh day of the draft? Right. He didn't want that out, apparently. Is that, that was the story of that. the draft, of the first round. It wasn't who's going to go at what position. It was Aaron Rodgers is upset. So whoever leaked that in the Packers organization... He's upset with. Again, there's yeah. just more bridges being yep. burned by the Packers right. as far as Rodgers is concerned. That's going to do it for this episode of Steelers Standard, though. I guess that was Rodgers Standard, though, that, that <laughs> yeah. episode. But it's the biggest news in the NFL. we got to talk about By it far. for 28 minutes. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening to us. We will talk to you later in the week when we drop some new, fresh episodes on your face. Uh, you can check out all of our old stuff at Steelers.com, or you can download and subscribe to the podcast at Apple, Spotify, wherever you get those podcasts. For Jacob Recht and Kellen Gursky, I am Tom Opperman. Thank you, as always, for listening. We'll talk to you next time.